Chapter 17 of Original Stories from Real Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Original Stories from Real Life by Mary Wollstonecraft. Chapter 17 the benefits arriving from devotion the history of the village schoolmistress concluded as soon as the cloth was removed mrs mason concluded the narration and the girls forgot their fruit whilst they were listening to the sequel anna endured this treatment some years and had an opportunity of acquiring a knowledge of the world and her own heart she visited her mother's father and would have remained with him but she determined not to lessen the small pittance which he had anxiously saved out of a scanty income for two other grandchildren she thought continually of her situation and found on examining her understanding that the fashionable circle in which she moved could not at any rate have afforded her much satisfaction or even amusement though the neglect and contempt that she met with rendered her very uncomfortable she had her father's spirit of independence and determined to shake off the galling yoke which she had long struggled with and try to earn her own subsistence her acquaintance expostulated with her and represented the miseries of poverty and the mortifications and difficulties that she would have to encounter let it be so she replied it is much preferable to swelling the train of the proud or vicious great and despising myself for bearing their impertinence for eating their bitter bread better indeed is a dinner of herbs with contentment my wants are few when i am my own mistress the crust i earn will be sweet and the water that moistens it will not be mingled with tears of sorrow or indignation to shorten my story she came to me after she had attempted several plans and requested my advice she would not accept of any considerable favour and declared that the greatest would be to put her in a way of supporting herself without forfeiting her highly valued independence i knew not what to advise but whilst i was debating the matter with myself i happened to mention that we were in want of a schoolmistress she eagerly adopted the plan and persevering in it these last ten years i find her a most valuable acquisition to our society she was formed to shine in the most brilliant circle yet she relinquished it and patiently labors to improve the children consigned to her management and tranquilize her own mind she succeeds in both she lives indeed alone and has all day only the society of children yet she enjoys many true pleasures dependence on god is her support and devotion her comfort her lively affections are therefore changed into a love of virtue and truth and these exalted speculations 
have given an uncommon dignity to her manners for she seems above the world and its trifling commotions at her meals gratitude to heaven supplies the place of society she has a tender social heart and as she cannot sweeten her solitary draught by expressing her good wishes to her fellow-creatures an ejaculation to heaven for the welfare of her friends is the substitute this circumstance i heard her mention to her grandfather who sometimes visits her i will now make some alteration in my dress for when i visit those who have been reduced from their original place in society by misfortunes i always attend a little to ceremony lest too much familiarity should appear like disrespect End of chapter 17 recording by john brandon